I'm bored. You're bored? Well, good, because oh. it's time for the Legendary League of Legends podcast. That was not you're as loud as I wanted to be. You, are, you also didn't say it fast enough. You're right, take you're it, right. Retake, retake, retake. No, no, no. We're going to start off slow this year, okay? We got, disgusting. We, we got a long year ahead I quit. of us. I quit. I quit. Last I quit. year was very long. I don't expect this one to be much shorter, if at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. We got a new season upon us. It's, what, season 11? I've been watching this game for 10 years. Yes, sir. Jesus I've been Christ. Watching it for a, I've been watching it for 11. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh -oh. And I regret every <laughs> year. No. Uh <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of existential crisis, uh, did anybody watch All Stars? Like, at no. all? No. Mm -hmm. uh, I usually love it, and I didn't even realize it was on. I didn't yeah. either. I voted, and then I realized that everyone that I would have remotely wanted to vote for wasn't in because all of TSM weren't in. <laughs> the only C9 player that's in is Licorice. Well, yeah. former C9 player. <laughs> former C9 player. Uh, well, it's, it's the year. It's the, but, like, know, oh, know, my I God. I can't, like... Look, I understand that Bjergsen was passing every single time because he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Someone else needs to do this besides me <laughs> because there's five people and it's always me in double lift. Mm -hmm. And they changed the rules. It was two people and it was him in double lift again. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> guess what, Ryan? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I just, I don't know. I want All-Stars to be about the pros again and then to do something else with all the streamers i don't mind a couple streamers being involved i think it would be funny if they did like a pro streamer tandem for like high skill disparity like i think that could be funny but what if they brought in like the exclusive like associated streamers for like each org so like that he won that'd be too exclusive It'll yeah. be like, okay, Cyrus is back there. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think we need to be too them, exclusive. And also, there are a lot of non-affiliated popular streamers, right? But like... Or like uh, people who are affiliated with groups that aren't in the LCS. Yeah. Like, or in League at all. Yeah. Especially since LCK is now franchised. Like, And also then, like, if um, it's SKT T1... Tyler, Tyler one, then like why would the SKT streamer be going to NA? All, like, yeah, like you would have to play for the Korean All Star team. For that, <laughs> that would be hilarious. I would love seeing T one T one. Yeah, Faker's gonna learn what it's LCK like when his, when his enemy mid laner has ten kills at ten minutes. No, this is why we need him on the NA side. That way he can duel Faker and be like, "You have no mana." No. <laughs> That's oh, oh. No, him and Faker are best buds. They gotta be on the Korean squad together. Just put it, put it up. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't even notice it this year, um, and I kind of feel bad. I think maybe it's because I wasn't playing a lot of League at the time, and I wasn't really paying attention to like the postseason stuff because of things going on in my own life. But like, I really didn't even hear much about it. Like well, yeah. people have just sort of tuned it out because it it's not. I honestly think the 2014 All Stars where they had the. Uh, the magma chamber map that was the best all stars and they're probably no, no, never going to top there were other it. good ones though mm -hmm. i, I, I eh. 
I think there were other ones I enjoyed. But you're also just like an asshole about these things. We know this. We've <laughs> talked about this a hundred times by now. <laughs> what, what's the, which one did you enjoy? Do you remember it? I don't remember. I don't even remember what year 2014 was. So, but I remember oh, yeah. watching all, basically all of them live and enjoying basically all of them. In 2014, uh, I think it had world seeding attached to it. That's what, that was like the sort of reason it mattered, but it was just, it, it was a lot more interesting. They had a lot more like relevant events. I, I don't know. It was mostly like, uh, 1v1s in the duo tournament and, uh, and like yeah. a regional contest, uh, tournament thing. And it, I, I think that was better, but th I think the stakes is what made it really good. This one took place where, uh, MSI was and MSI replaced it. All right. Okay. Speaking of uh, replacing uh, events with other events, uh, format changes for the LCS have uh, come up. So, oh uh, man, <laughs> Spring Split is dead. It does not matter anymore, but now it matters more than ever. <laughs> Elaborate. All right. So the way that the season's broken up is it starts off with uh, a lock-in tournament uh, where mm. the first two teams get to choose teams that go into the other side of a a single round robin which is two groups so uh let's see hang on so we had tsm and flyquest choosing this year uh let's see who who did we get does this one have the graphic this one doesn't have the graphic someone give me the goddamn graphic here it is uh so tsm chose c9 flyquest chose team liquid and then those teams chose the next ones down etc etc so group a has tsm's group they got tsm team liquid 100 thieves clg golden guardians flyquest group is flyquest cloud nine evil geniuses dignitas and then immortals uh so these two groups will play single round robin see i think the top eight or the is this for spring or this is for a lock-in tournament for seeding into spring, I think. Jesus uh, Christ, this is complicated. It's not that complicated. But there's a lot of extra steps. Comparatively, yes. Uh, so, I think it's top eight or top six, I don't know. Uh, they play into a final tournament where they play out. Uh, I don't know if it's double elimination or not. It's a $150,000 prize pool, plus, or that's first place. 150,000 to first place plus 50,000 to a charity uh and then what and then we move on to spring split which is like 6 weeks of 15 games a week Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh then another playoff tournament for MSI then after that you go to continue holding the record from spring into summer until mm -hmm. August 1st where everybody has 45 games per team. Oh my god. <laughs> they played more games before. Or wait, did they? I know. I'm just like this is such a long explanation. They did it. I was they hoping it would take games. like 6 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And or then they played they, they then they, they played a, a tournament at the end like the, which I think is the same exact tournament they played last year for summer. And then the top 3 go to Worlds. So that's the new LCS format. Travis Gasset has a really short, succinct video on it that's really easy. Why did they do this? 
Um, because spring because everybody because cause spring split didn't matter. <laughs> it all started with double lift. <laughs> and now we retired and they fixed it. <laughs> yeah, out of spite, bro. Out, out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, how do we feel about the new format? As you all know, Don't, I'm uh, I am a quite understand buff. it, but. I uh, love formats and discussing format changes, uh, but uh, I am very welcoming of any sort of change at this point because I didn't feel like the old system was working all that amazingly, and I'm like, sure, fine, whatever. Who gives a shit at this point? Let's just try something new. I just like that spring and split, uh, spring and summer are continuous, basically uh, off of record. I just don't feel like it's going to change anything, and it's going to make whoever's bottom two feel real fucking awful when summer comes oh. around. I feel oh, like yeah. What if they let the bottom teams pick the brackets? What do you, what do you mean? Like, because they pick the brackets at the beginning tournament, right? For seeding or whatever. Well, no, the, about they the pick tournaments. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what if they let the bottom team pick so the t- winning team doesn't just get the freest fucking bracket? Yeah. Because you pick for the other group. Much. You pick for the opposite group. Yeah, so you can make the other player of a worse time, but by making the other player or the other team of a worse time, you're making your time much easier. Do they trade picks? That wasn't clear to me. Yeah, they go like TSM. So, oh, okay, I thought so, like TSM just yoinked all the easy teams. No, 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 no. Uh, you're picking for the opposite group. So TSM, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So, yeah, yeah. but what I meant was I thought TSM or the winner just picked it all, which meant they oh, would put all dumb. the hard teams in the other. <laughs> that'd group. be so dumb. So they would just yoink all functionally yoink all the easy teams. And no, T- okay, I understand. TSM only got to make one pick. They everyone had to pick the next. Like whoever got picked last picks for the next. Oh, interesting. Okay. Honestly, I think it's probably the fairest way this could have got done, yeah. without it being literally outside random. of like just completely random. Yeah. yeah, in which case it's just like, hey, TSM, you have uh, TL and C9 in your group. Good luck. Mm. <laughs> that would suck. That'd be that'd be awful. I wouldn't. I I would hate this tournament so bad. Oh man, you'd already get to see the perks of it. So, shut up, Haymont. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the other part of this that changed is uh, academy teams are getting mixed with amateur leagues now, which I think is actually pretty good because who gave a fuck about academy, like ever? Who gave a fuck about amateur ever? Uh huh. Sure, but now there's more of a reason to give a fuck about amateur. But if no one cared about academy, no one cared about amateur, then mixing them together doesn't seem like. It seems like it would generate more interest in it in general because I don't know. I just it felt like nobody nobody ever cared about either alone. So putting them together will either equal more or an equivalent to how it was before. Yeah, fair enough. And I also, I feel like it's to... easier on everyone's schedule and makes a better upgrade path. Yeah, I'd love to see some of the uh, amateur teams compete with the academy leagues, um, with the academy teams, just because I want to see like kind of how far off some of the amateur teams are compared to the academy teams and of course like there's going to be people moving in between there a lot i think there's a tournament going on as we're recording this just saying well fun has to go (laughs) (laughs) what i was making a joke that you were gonna dip to watch you gotta start doing (laughs) oh okay got it (laughs) Just, just slide out of frame just slide out of frame. Uh, 
All right. I don't think EU is changing anything at all. And EU had a pretty similar structure to NA, just different, like, tournament style, I think. So it'll kind of be interesting to look at them both happening at the same time. And I'm wondering if EU's just going to switch to doing the same thing as NA next year. Um, I The only thing that I know is that Rogue changed their logo so that no, now no, no. I mean the, the Ninja format. has a mask. Um, yeah, that was all that I know about EU right now. <laughs> but, do, but do you think uh, EU is going to switch to this format next year? Probably not. I, I think if, it depends upon how successful it is in NA. Yes. <laughs> I agree with that. If it if it ends up for whatever, uh, oh, I know really, why really won't. badly. They won't because it takes three days, and they can't they can't do Sundays because there's a whole thing about paying seventeen year olds to work, and it's it's weird. They could put it Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, but you want to watch LEC on a? Th- they already complained that they are on Friday. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't understand why they complain that they're on Friday of all days, but they do it. Uh, and now NA gets Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Wee! Fortunately, I'm off this Friday, so I can see the first day. Yay! I think they start at 6 o'clock our time, and 4 p.m. on Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Yeah, I'm, look- I'm looking forward to seeing how this new format shakes out. I think it'll always be interesting. I think some of the teams will get very uh, exhausted by the end of it, but that might prove to be better for some of the more up-and-coming talent on those teams but i think uh any of the teams who has like a greater success and has to play in the mid-season showdown of course are going to warrant get worn out but that happened during the mid-seasonal invitational too yeah, i don't i don't feel like that's gonna i don't <laughs> think burnout is gonna change for players i i think i mean like a motivational as, aspirational motivation for these players because it's like well i've been eighth place for 10 weeks now um it's not looking good. <laughs> All right. Uh, but if it wait, turns out... Can you say that again, Anthony? I didn't understand what you said. Because I wasn't listening. They've been sitting um, at the bottom of the pack forever, and it's like six weeks left, and they're screwed because they're back by six games. But if somehow Spring Split turns out that there's like a giant soup at the bottom, it gets more interesting coming into summer. What yeah, does that ever that, happen? That, I mean, it happens sometimes, but I feel like most of the time they're just like a couple of clear favorites, even if they're not who people expect the favorites to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I think like right at the beginning is when the soup normally happens because it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, everyone's trying to matters, figure out what right? like that's, It matters at the end. Like if it's a soup at the very end, then it's like a big deal. <laughs> I can hear mm-hmm. Mark Z just fro- frothing about in the background of my mind being like, stop calling it soup. <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to talking about the Great Exodus, uh, as I have entitled it. We had a lot of big players retire in 2020. We had Uzi, we had Doublelift, we had Bjergsen, we had Crown, and we had Flame all retiring from professional play. Now. Out of these five players, which one do you think is most likely to come back? Most likely Blame, to come back. No, um... <laughs> D-lift. Double-lift? D-lift. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to probably show up again. He's done it before. That's, deep, yeah, that's why I think he's not going to do it again. 
You, that's why you think he's not going to do it again? I don't think anybody's going to pick him up if he comes back. Mm. <laughs> look at look at look at Sneaky. Where's you know, Sneaky? No, that is a fair point. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no Sneaky, was Sneaky huh? That's surprising. Yeah, that's a little surprising. Nah, yeah. There was a rumor he was going to go to Dignitas, but then... Because there are, let's be real, ADCs in the league who are still probably worse than Sneaky. <laughs> so, like... Are there? Um, Who's he going to replace? Yeah. Stixay! Someone on the one of the bottom teams, probably. So, Stixay. All right. Uh, but, but okay. I think the most likely yeah, the only The is... only bad AD carry. And that is that what you're saying? He's the only bad AD... Or the Maybe. only, like, ADC in the league who's... I don't know. I think the player is most likely to come back is Uzi. Because I, the reasons why he quit weren't because he was getting too old for this shit or he was like kind of done with it all or because he felt like he made too much or made too much, made enough money. Uh, I, I think it's Uzi because he just, it's health. He wants to get his health in order and that's why he's uh, taking this risk. Yeah, I think that's actually a good point mm-hmm. with the health thing. Probably come back if he gets healthier. Though I don't see how he keeps healthy if he comes back and wants to stay at the same level, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Who knows? Though, though I'm still betting on the Bjergsen coming in mid-split to save TSM's ass. For one game or permanently? <laughs> permanently, dude. Does it count if they come back for one game? No. <laughs> Not as a he's, game. Just gonna, he's just gonna shove POE out of the way. Get out of here, you second-rate mid laner. Put me in coach, but you are the coach, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um... Me, put me in. I have ascended <laughs> to God. <laughs> and then the jungler can't bitch when he asks for too many words mid, because that's the coach going to get benched, bro. <laughs> You're going to get benched if you whine about that, That's bro. what everybody said last blip. Oh, no, Sika. <laughs> His career was so looked so bright, so, so promising. He had such a so promising career. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I don't. We didn't actually get to talk about Doublelift retiring. Bjergsen had retired before we did our last show, but I think Doublelift, Crown, and Flame all retired in between our last two shows. So let's kind of talk about them. Uh, I was not completely surprised that Doublelift retired, especially after Bjergsen retired. But I was surprised that he retired while, uh, God damn it, what? Sword Art. <laughs> when Sword Art joined. Because honestly, if I was Doublelift, I would have been like, if you can get Sword Art, I'll keep playing. If you can't get Sword Art, I'm going to retire. That would have been what I'd done. But I guess he, he just he, gave up. He did do that, but then he still gave up anyway. <laughs> he said that, and then he was like, nah, I'm just, I'm just done. <laughs> and then they got fucking lost, oi. That's later. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but he's uh, he's had such a long career. And he's, Who, he, D-Lift? Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't like the narrative of how he was always a really good AD carry in a night. Because he actually wasn't. He was on CLG for the longest time. And it took until like 2015 for him to become the best AD carry in NA. Was he pretty decent? Yeah, but Wild Turtle was better than him 2013, 2014. But he was still probably a top 380 carry. The whole time. Eh, not the whole time. For most of it. He had a, he was good, but I think he had a lot of uh, ups and downs in his career. And, my, and he played with Aframu for basically the entire time, especially during LCS. Until he joined TSM, he was with Aframu. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but that was a really good bot lane. Yeah, it was pretty good. I still, I, I will still swear up and down that the uh, Wild Turtle special is better. Probably for some seasons, at least guaranteed, but probably Man, most of them, to the, be honest. Good old days. This is before my time. You don't remember Wild Turtle like special, dude? Oh, he's a young and just she's just no, a young and trying to make a I living, was, bro. No, I came in on the downturn of a uh, Wild Turtle and Lust Boy what in twenty fifteen. Lust Boy quit in before t- the downturn. Well, oh, he that's did. That's what he means. Like when Lust Boy quit, I think, or I assume, because Lust Boy never got bad. He just stopped playing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think they won that summer. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We got to use this right, the correct name, Lust Cena. Did they, I Lust think they Cena. won. Do you remember those memes, Anthony? Lust. Oh yes, I love. Oh, the you can't see him. And when he was behind the camera, they were yeah. like, oh, Lust Boy, do 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 do. Can't see me. <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on. Who were they? Did they run Lust Boy in 2015? I think they did run Lust Boy in 2015, but they were pretty good in 2015. It was, uh, you, you were right. They they had the summer performance. No, 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 I got it the other way around. They had the great spring performance, and then summer, everything went very downhill. Uh, yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> So, yeah, this isn't about that season. So, double it. Du- I want to say he's definitely the... super hard. So, double it was definitely the best AD carry in NA, like, historically at this point. I don't think there's a large argument for that. Uh, Sneaky was always better? No. Uh. Okay, sure. Sure sure thing, man. I don't know where Sneaky's been for the past, like, No, yeah, five it's definitely years, probably but... all time... <laughs> Like I, I don't think there's a large argument for that. Uh, it, like uh, even on a global scale, I think Doublelift did pretty, pretty well. Yeah, he did pretty good. Like he never, he never got out of groups. <laughs> oh, I would have, I'd be so goddamn fucking frustrated and salty well, that's, about that's how that. I, I'd never quit because that's of that, how I know Sneaky was better because he made it out of groups. Um, because Sneaky <laughs> carried his ass out of groups. That's that's who carried Cloud Nine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Impact says what? Impact says I'm washed now that I'm on TL. No, uh, uh, top die. Top die. I remember yeah. one of my favorite ep- episodes of this show. We were talking about the fall off of uh, of Impact, and you just yelled, <laughs> "Top die used to fucking mean something." Impact. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the funniest, like, because you were like really like upset about it, or you seemed really upset about it. I gave it a lot. And of it was. Oh, it was really funny, dude. Uh, Top laners take their role very seriously, even yeah. though it's a fake role for bad Oh, how dare you. don't want to learn any mechanics. How dare you. Uh, I just, I, I wish... They play tanks, there are no mechanics anyway. How dare you. <laughs> I wish that there were you know more right. players like Doublelift and Bjergsen, like, that could play to that kind of gravitas and caliber in their role. I, like, I don't think that you could say that there's a support a jungler or a top laner that are like that that aren't like i think the closest ones are dyrus maybe the odd one but he didn't play in lcs quite that long and i don't think special uh, you're just naming all tsm players it's, you're still TSM real. it's just like there were other good players in the league but, bro but who was an <laughs> NA, na top laner that was like as relevant for as long as dyrus was i guess you might have darshan or Zion you could have like a there. smithy for jungle because he wasn't yeah until very recently yeah, yeah, yeah. extremely irrelevant yeah you could definitely say yeah. smithy 
Um, I, I, I think... was going to say the Rain Man. He never played in the LCS, dude. Yeah, he played on... He was... It's before the LCS, brother. Oh, wait. Brother. He might have subbed in one game for somebody. I wanted to throw it out for was a he, meme. Was he in that CLG game? I don't think so. I think I think that was Hotshot and Chaos. <laughs> oh, my God. This... Do you... No, he was on... He was on TSM. Yeah. I know yeah. he was on TSM. I'm looking to see if he ever played in the LCS. I don't think so. I think he retired in Season 2. The hilarious part was that I knew the Rain Man from his music channel. That's it. <laughs> so, in season two, or see, I'm sorry, in season four, I want to say, CLG left NA for a week, flew to Korea to boot camp uh, mm-hmm. with yeah, Monte so- Cristo, and they all got fined for this for leaving. They also got in trouble for account sharing while they were there because Riot wouldn't give them accounts to play solo queue or on TR. Um, That's so weird. It, well, because By the way, they I didn't want them up. to do this. I looked up the Rain Man and he, like, his, he played in IEM Season 6. He played in MLG 2011. And like his last major thing, he was in IEM Kiev. And then it was just like IEM season six, but he was with a random team. He was on CLG Black. He was on Marn for the solo mid NA Invitational. And then he did an MLG game with some random team, but he was never in the LCS. I know Chaos went to go coach in China, and now he's back in NA or something. I'm not sure what he's doing. Uh, but CL- the CLG, it's the most baffling thing to me. They went to fucking Korea to boot camp, got fined a and like they got in so much trouble for doing this they come back and they lose th- uh 3-0 first round of playoffs it was the most hilarious thing i have ever seen and double it was on that team and i will forever remember double it was on that team that did that 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 is the, that is the clg i know in love i it was either 2014 or 2015 i don't remember i think it was 2014 it, oh my! It was so goddamn funny. I didn't know about this. This sounds great. It might have been like just before you when you started watching. Oh my god! It's so. It's my. It's one of my favorite moments in LCS history. Is the time CLG basically spent a hundred thousand dollars to go out in first round. Oh, look! You can lose to Clutch Gaming in the first round of playoffs like TSM did. Or you can go to Korea to lose in the first round of playoffs like CLG did. That's... <clears throat> and they put in, That's like, Hotshot, Chaos. Uh, I forget. They got in a bunch of old people. I think they got uh, Chowster in there. Uh, and Link, maybe? Oh, oh, do you remember Chowster and Link? Oh, my... It was the funniest thing you I've ever Nian seen. remember Nian Tonso? I remember Nian. Uh, I just, I, I wish, I, I, I simultaneously wish we could go back to that, but understand exactly why I don't want that. <laughs> because then you have your jungler leaving to smash. Everybody, it's another story with crumbs. Crumbs yes. left for a week to go have sex with somebody in, like, I don't know, Puerto Rico or so, or Venezuela. do it, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> It was the most ridiculous thing. He, and what I, if we talked about this preseason? <laughs> I gotta share the funny moments from Doublelift's past. 
Maybe, but not right now. All right, Just have a all private right. call with Monty later while you weep over the the lost days. All right. Then we, <laughs> we also have Crown and Flame who had left. Now, I'm sad that the man who invented the Flame Horizon, the thing I strive for every single game, uh, has Ooh, finally retired. Uh, it's hard to get, dude. Yeah, you have to no get fault a of your own. Intern. No fault of your own, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, guess, uh, you the... have to be way better than the other person. It's not even just that. The game has to last long enough for you to accumulate 100 farm lead. If you can get 10 farm lead a minute, it's going to take you 10 minutes to get that farm lead. So, like, it's a, it's it's an insane benchmark to hit, and I, I want to hit it every game. I never do anymore. It's impossible. Everyone either surrenders or just the game fucking blows up and I get my ass eaten out. But boy, howdy, am I going to remember what Flame Horizon is. In te- 10 years from now, I'm going to be talking about someone getting Flame Horizon, and everyone's going to be like, what the fuck's a Flame Horizon? I'm going to have to be in old man mode explaining what a Flame Horizon is to these youngins. Uh, the hilarious part or is... Or you're just what? gonna yell, get off my lane. <laughs> get off the my League of lane. Legends equivalent of get off my lawn. Because, you know, you're toxic. <laughs> I also, what is it? I didn't know Flame from, uh, I think it was Samsung Galaxy he was on? I only knew him from Echo Fox. That's embarrassing and you should feel bad. <laughs> I, I mean, he was on a bunch of teams because Samsung Galaxy didn't exist. Or Samsung White or Samsung Blue? That's okay. He was on never on Samsung. (laughs) Okay, I'm just wrong. (laughs) He was on Longju, and then he went to Immortals. When he was on Immortals, he was pretty good. No, like no lie. Uh, actually, never on Echo Fox. (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't on Echo Fox either. No, he was on FlyQuest for a year. Jeez, what is my memory? Okay. I don't know if they played yeah, it. I don't know what the fuck you're... I don't know why you're doing that, buddy, but he was... He was you were a little bit tripping. Jesus. Okay. All right. I'm going to stop talking about him now. <laughs> so, he was on you remember the, By the way, in case you were curious, I believe Solo was the top laner of Echo Fox. He was. I think... Um, KFO and... I'm not actually... Where was, was the... Solo at the time? I remember KFO they brought in to be the Echo Fox top laner. Who was the Echo Fox top laner from Korea? That KFO. No, there was more than one. There was another one, and began with a C. Uh, Looper. Looper was the guy you're thinking of, Matt. Oh, no, I'm thinking I was wrong Solo. again. Solo was on Fox. Somebody said, uh, whoever said Flame was on... Uh, Echo Fox. Heymont was you're the think- only person making a comment Then you're thinking of Looper, Heymont. I, I know what teams play oh. this Don't associate me with Heymont's lack of League of Legends. I know I play the idiot for this show, but I do remember far more than I care to admit about this fucking game. Okay? So, like, let's get that straight. Uh, I, I, it's a little sad that he had to, like, kind of just peter out at the end. He didn't get, Flame didn't get to go out on the high note, but... I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I'll remember him as a, an epic farmer who uh, set a benchmark that every top laner wants to hit. That's 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 how I remember. Every player him. wants to hit, dude. Even if it, <laughs> yeah. even if it's not top lane, it's still called Flame Horizon. Mm-hmm. Don't take mm-hmm. these things from me. If this is a top lane. <laughs> no. The only thing you guys it's have. Hard. Oh, I was gonna, never mind. I'm not gonna finish that thought. 
Alright, let's talk about Crown before we move on to talking about some roster moves. Um, Crown went to NA for, like, the last two years of his career. And actually, like, individually he played pretty okay sometimes. And then, towards the end of his time at NA, he sort of, like, uh, shit the bed super hard. Because <laughs> he was I... not happy here. He wasn't happy here, but there was also, like, a lot of questionable things that were going on with that team at the time. It was, it was, I remember watching, like, I think Crown die and then Wiggly go mid lane and then die straight afterwards, like, in one of the early games within that split. And I, I was confused (laughs) and shocked. (laughs) Okay, so, uh... Crown has a world championship title with Samsung Galaxy under his belt, so I can't take that away from him. But yes, here I could. go. No, uh... Uh, yes, I can. You're right, I can, Matt, because the way he won that title was pl- was by playing Malzahar three times in a row. To be fair, so, it worked. Yeah. I'm not, I, I am not going to say it doesn't work because I have adapted that strategy to my Clash teams. Every mid laner learns Malzahar in my Clash teams. Every single one of them. If you don't know how to play Malzahar, you're no good to me. Uh, mm. Isn't that right, Hamon? Don't make don't me bring remember up the old trauma. days. <laughs> how do you, so how do you play mid lane and class? It, that's easy. You play Malzahar and you stand next to the AD carry. When someone dives up, you just press R. <laughs> that's it. That's how you play Malzahar. And how did he play Malzahar? He stood next to his carry and he pressed R when Faker dove on him. And that's how you if get only Hamon could have learned the one strategy. Uh, well, that was to build QSS. That was the real problem. I gotta uh, go. Uh, <laughs> I think you do too. <laughs> I think you do too. Uh, I'm not gonna say goodbye. You haven't earned it. No. Uh, so yeah, for all those CLG player or fans that were yelling at me about how uh, he was go- he was a good player, he was a great addition to the team, and he was gonna carry you guys. He was a high mechanical player. Um, the man played Malzahar to win worlds. Okay, but listen, <laughs> you can be a high mechanical player, and sometimes the meta or your coach requires you not play a high mechanical. I champion. checked his numbers. He doesn't play mechanical champions. That's fair. That's the reason why I was so indignant when they're just like, "Dude, he's a, he's a mechanical player," and I'm just sitting here like, "Does anybody fucking look at this?" What do you think this? that means? And the answer to that is no. No it's one like, like he plays Victor, safe. and I'm just like I I can play Victor, dude. Like yeah, but that E is mechanically difficult if you're in Iron too. So his the, his highest mechanical fucking ability is the Q reset. That's it. That's all he has. Q reset. No 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 no. It's aiming the E. That's it. People. For some people. If you don't know how to aim the E, it's done. It's over. Your kid's gone. <laughs> you know how I learned how to use Rumble's ultimate. What? I played Victor. It's the same cast. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned how to play Rumble. Cause I didn't even know when I was doing that. I would just, I'm just like, fuck fucking Rumble. I can't play this fucking ultimate. I'm playing fucking Victor mid lane for the next two or three weeks. Didn't even realize they were the same cast. I go back to Rumble like after I'm done playing Victor. I'm like, wait a minute. I can use this ultimate now. I don't need to keep swapping all from quick I've never seen you la- launch a good Rumble ultimate. How dare you? <laughs> it's because I close my eyes when I play League of Legends. There I play know. it by heart and soul alone. I know. Here's the best part is that I know I have played several rumble games with matt because we have played so much of this fucking game together i don't yeah, it's not even a question i know i i'm a hundred percent sure that at some point i have seen your rumble i'm also a hundred percent sure i'm not gonna back down from my 
baseless shit talk. Because if I did, it wouldn't be the Matt you knew. What you didn't know was that every time that you dropped a rumble alt, uh, Matt would actually start singing West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> Mountain Mama, Country Roads, Take Me Home. At the top of his lungs and just... No, just I wouldn't because... Because I didn't need to sing when I couldn't see. I just closed my eyes and say, no vision, <laughs> so, only dubs. Yeah, he just got lost in the mountains. That's what happened. <laughs> so so uh, to, to bring uh, our Great Exes segment of all these retired players to an end, uh, if anybody knows any other retired players uh, you think we should take a look at, that well, players who retired last year in 2020, uh, I'll leave a comment Dyrus. or something about it, and uh, I'll take a look at it. Dyrus. Dyrus. He retired in 2015. 2020. Look, I know 2020 <laughs> feels like half a fucking decade, yeah. but that doesn't yeah, mean it that it took the place of the last four years. Yes, it does. I... <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. I gotta, I gotta interrupt. There, there was one time I gave five subs to Dyrus because for some reason I was on like a subbing spree. I just couldn't stop <laughs> you doing it. Are. Hey, Mod, you gotta stop spending money on Twitch. Buddy, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. We were playing Valorant with our friends, and we met a ran. They met a random dude mm-hmm. after we left, and then mm-hmm. like a few, like a couple weeks later, uh, he like requests to join our group when we're playing Valorant. And Haymont's like, I can't play, but what's the dude's stream? He's never met the guy, never played with the guy, and he gifts the dude a bunch of subs. The dude's hey, like, he's a nut. Listen. The guy's a nice guy. I like playing with him. He's not very good at Valorant. He's like actually iron, which is like oof. But like he's a nice dude. He's never toxic. He's always fun to talk to. Haymont w- logs into his stream and the dude is not good at streaming because he had went to change something and left up the stream on his Twitch stuff, not on yeah. the Valorant game. And Haymont instantly gifts subs. Okay, Haymont, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. If I don't make $100 within a billing period for Twitch, I don't get a single penny of that money. So if you keep oh. going around dropping money on tiny streamers like me that don't get any fucking viewers and don't make $100 in Steam, in Twitch cash. Um, he doesn't get money. I don't get I mean, any like, of that. So don't do that. If you want to I give mean, if the streamer Dyrus, money. Like, fine. Yeah, go give it to Dyrus. It's whatever. Just he turn gets. off Adblock if you want to give him money. No. <laughs> Just, oh. just get, just donate with the donate button. That's so much more direct of a of a way to help ch- people who don't actually make a hundred dollars in a billing period. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. This I, is educational that... for Heymon. The real education should be stop giving your money away to people you don't know and probably <laughs> won't ever watch again. Back to back to Dyrus because that was the main story. Yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, was... I just had to shit talk you. One get back time in the grind, we... you know. Uh, one time he randomly came on and I was like, oh, it's Dyrus, like one of my favorite top laners. And I gave him five gifted subs and the notification went off and Dyrus was like, who the fuck is spending money on me now? <laughs> I love it. That's oh, so I funny. love Dyrus. Dyrus is so relatable. I was like, what? Uh, I thought I was being nice. <laughs> See, Dyrus is my attitude. It's just like, why are you giving me your money? He was grinding Genshin Impact, and he was just oh. like, I just came to grind. <laughs> I just came here to play a Gasha game that takes my money, so I guess I'll give it yours. <laughs> Alright. Uh, let's move on talk about some roster moves. How long have we been going for? We we're 40 minutes into this. We're going way too slowly, is the answer. I mean, I knew this wasn't going to be an hour show. If you came into this ex- episode expecting it to be one hour, you were... <laughs> Oh boy. I was hoping. No, uh 
All right, so let's start off with some EU news. Uh, the biggest move is around the Fnatic G2 C9 move, uh, obviously. You mean Fnatic's intentional feeding of their roster? <laughs> what were they going to do? Fnatic's intentional feeding of their roster. Was... I'm just taking your joke, Anthony. Don't logic your own joke. I, I don't. Oh, okay. Are uh... you okay? You, that was a long pause, dude. <laughs> that was like 20 seconds. Are you good? You said, hang I was, on. I, was I finished <laughs> my long sentence, a long, pointless sentence, and you were still quiet for like a while. Like, are you good? Are you good? Do you want the episode to try to get as close to an hour as possible or not, Matt? Come on. I, do, I can't let that one go. I'm sorry. I gotta stifle my burps, man. Just push to mute. I, I I had to click two mute buttons if you want me to really do that. No, I changed my. I made it so I have to hit my push to talk button was my push to mute button. I don't use push to talk anymore. No, I had to mute the stream and the Discord. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, Why you two buttons? Don't be a bitch. <laughs> all right. I don't well, understand uh, what you're doing. So dude. here's what happened with EU. Uh, there was a gigantic uh, sort of roster lock around uh, Perks where Perks wasn't allowed to go to Fnatic because what GM in their right mind was going to let Perks go to Fnatic? I mean, what Who, who was going to let was, that happen? I mean, what Ocelot said was like, yeah, I gave Fnatic the opportunity to compete for uh, for Perks, but they didn't pay enough. So he went to NA. <laughs> That's what Ocelot said. <laughs> no, he actually no he what he actually said is he legitimately did not give them a chance. He he just flat out said you need to pay me. I think he he gave them such an outlandish amount of money that they yeah. need to pay him that it's just yeah. like no, there's no fucking way. It's probably double the fuck, probably triple the total salary they're paying the other four players that they'd have to pay to buy him out, and that's just to buy him out. And I'm just like yeah. I totally understand why he did that. That's exactly what oh. you're supposed to do. Because if you let Perks go over to Fnatic, then what mm -hmm. are you going to do? Because now you have to go get an AD carry. And mm -hmm. because then uh, Reckless is going to stay on Fnatic instead of joining G2. So it, it, you're, you're basically killing two birds with one stone here by sending Perks to NA and eliminating mm -hmm. him as competition in your native region. And giving a gigantic incentive for Reckless to jump ship from uh, Fnatic, who is, it, it, it seems to be like they're going nowhere, and they don't have a single upgrade they could possibly make for this roster. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that Reckless can do is go to G2, because then he has an upgrade in basically every single slot. I think the only other option here is for the Fnatic bot lane to move as a unit to G2. But I just don't. I just don't think that was gonna happen. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I. I just like who the hell is gonna give up both those contracts to the same team like that after they don't get perks? Like, fuck you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh man. So what do you guys think? And no, Matt, I don't. I. I don't. I. I think. I think Matt's a little biased here. Just, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Why am I biased here? I, I don't know. Why are oh, you yeah, biased here? Oh, yeah, because we got a here? good player. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> listen, I, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Um, listen, I'm dumb as shit. Um, <laughs> I liked Niski as a guy. He was cool. He made, no made good content. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't a bad player by any stretch. 
Um, and I'm happy he was on C9 for the time he was on C9. I wish he could have, you know, we could have gone a little better as a team. But at the end of the day, I don't think he was actively harming the team. Uh, but we got... Blabber, in... sorry. What? I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> but we did. No, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking of anyone. Actually, if I was thinking about anyone, I was thinking about someone I should not have been thinking of because it was not his fault. But I'm mad about licorice still. Um, <laughs> so, don't do sneaky like that. It was bad for him. Um, anyway, uh, we got perks, right? Yeah. Yes. Got okay, hurt. I wanted to make sure I, I didn't misremember, but yeah, that's sick. He's pretty decent. <laughs> like, if we're no, being you got real. Nemesis. At the end of the day, Perks is bare minimum and above average player. Uh, and that's the very barest minimum. He's actually fucking great. Uh, yeah. And I'm pretty happy to get it. So, so do you... the downside is, is that, like, if he fucking comes and he just blows. <laughs> That's oh I can't mm-hmm. I'm waiting for it. All right, hey mom, but you go and then I have a, my favorite part about this trade I'm gonna bring up. Wait, I was gonna say one more thing, which was I'm a little scared of like C9 starting G2 strats now. <laughs> but oh! also, if it works, then fuck, I don't give a fuck as long as oh! we get the dub. As long as we get the dub, I'm in. It's right. gonna be great. Blabber's gonna cosplay as Yankos. Very mad whenever he's forced to play Sejuani. Hey mom, how do you how you feel about this with Fnatic and G2? Because we're gonna talk about Cloud Nine later. Oh, that was just spicy as fuck. <laughs> that was that's all I'm saying about it. <laughs> it was a fun two weeks in the off season watching this trade go through. That's oh, all I'm it, was, it was it was watching. a fun. I read it in one Discord message without having paid any attention beforehand. Oh, it, was, it was hilarious. As soon as they announced was... that he was free. Oh. Oh yeah, and the afterwards, like reckless, just being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play with Caps. Bye." <laughs> <laughs> it was the most predictable roster move in the history of roster moves. That's all I'm saying. Um, it was a, to advance a career, yes, but people were thought that Reckless might be. Well, actually, uh, there was a comment about him going to Elements before to June, to uh, create a super team. So I don't know. Hey, it could be the same Maybe. thing, man. You never know. <laughs> You're keeping the same four players from last year might not be the strongest argument. That's all I'm saying. All right. So here's my favorite mm. part about this trade. Is Nemesis mm-hmm. has been smack daddying Niski in solo queue for weeks. And I have been loving every clip. It has mm-hmm. been hilarious to watch the subreddit just upvote every fucking clip of Nemesis destroying Niski. From Niski's point of view, mind you. It is. Oh, it's so tasty. And it's just. Oh my god. I can't, I can't believe how many clips there is of this, too. Because not only does, does one of them have to demolish the other, but they have to meet. And it seems to always go in Nemesis' favor, and I just love it. I, it's a good time. You know, it's good for Nemesis, too. He seemed to really loosen up. Like, he can, became a kind of a streaming personality. It used to be like, oh, you just watch Nemesis do an outplay, and he'd be silent the entire time. Now he's having fun with it. It's kind of cool. It's like, oh, this and is how I make money now. Gotta, gotta liven it up. Uh, and he's genuinely having fun and also smacking Misky while doing it. That, honestly, I'd, I'd be Lord. like getting sadder and sadder every time I kill this fool. And I'm just like, this is this is what I got replaced by. God fucking damn it. And he couldn't find a team. Honestly, that's the worst part about it. For who? Uh, oh, For Nemesis, Nemesis, he couldn't find a team. Oh, he, yeah. It's so weird because it's like he's mechanically skilled, but it doesn't seem like he really fits well with the team like at least with like actually fanatics kind of had a problem with their team environment for quite some time 
so I don't really know too much about it. Uh, <laughs> so maybe if Nemesis went to another roster, it might turn out better, actually. Did you huh. <laughs> Did you hear the rumor that um, Reckless said he would stay if they could get Niski? No. I didn't hear that rumor. Okay, well, it's not true from, from what Whippo says. Whippo says that okay. rumor isn't true. Uh, but honestly, I think the strongest argument for why uh, that wouldn't be quite so true is that Niski and Reckless have played together before. Niski was on the team on Fnatic in the past with Reckless. I think it was. Huh. was I he don't on the believe 2015 that. Roster? Niski didn't play League of Legends until roster? he joined C9. But like, <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. But I'm, I'm just sitting here like, did everybody just forget that Niski was on this team already? Like. The odds were he was going to go here no matter what happened. Like, Reckless could have stayed or he could have left, and I would have bet you that Niski was coming here if, if uh, Perks went to G2, or to, a, to G2, to C9. Like, something had to fucking budge here. Alright. Uh, so, the other two big changes out of EU is the Yamato Cannon is Fnatic's head coach, and uh, Broken Blade, BB for short, going to Shalka. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think there's honestly that much to say about, uh, BB going to Schalke, uh, German org for a German player. I just, what? I think that's just why he, Unacceptable. Uh, <laughs> How dare they? What are they doing? I'm not going to finish that joke. <laughs> okay. Where was it going? <laughs> cut the stream, cut the stream. Cut the stream. <laughs> um, okay. Moving on. Uh, Good for him. Uh, you know, Shaka has a pretty solid end. roster. Yeah. I mean, uh, with uh, Odawamne, I What's Odawamne on that roster? I don't remember. <clears throat> I was not paying attention to EU at all last year outside of G2. I wish I could remember. But what I do remember is that after they dropped Forgiven, they had a pretty good time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, it's a pretty good team to go to. <laughs> So, honestly, I think the most interesting trade out of all of the EU is basically Yamato Cannon as Fnatic's head coach. Because he was coaching in Korea for a little while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to say he was unsuccessful over there, but it didn't, like, he, I, don't, I don't think he made a giant splash when he showed up. But I think right. he, he might be able to do some good with Fnatic. I think this is probably the best, the best that Fnatic could have hoped for, given the circumstances. Uh, but we, we, only time can tell. Coaching is such a, it's, it's such an, a non, an un, like, like we can't figure it out. We, we don't know how the coaching normally works or pans out. It's very hard to understand coaching from, uh, our perspective in general, like even in mm-hmm. NA, like if you're not the one getting coached by all these different coaches, it's like, you can't, you just, you just can't. Even as a player going in, you're not going to be able to figure it out. Um, I will say for Yamato Cannon, like he's put some rosters together that didn't really look like they should work and has had like, not like major success, but at least like a good medium success. For example, like before he went to Korea, he was uh, with, he uh, was coaching Splice and they had a good run. I believe Niski was on that roster as well. Uh, Kasing was there as a support and he's he doesn't do anything now. Was he the um, coach of that Misfits roster? You tell me. The Misfits roster? I the don't think The one that took uh, SKT to five games? I don't think so. No, he I was think not. there was a different coach. Different coach. No. 
different coach. But still, like, he's had a very, especially when uh, Fanatic still, like, I don't know who they've confirmed for their ADC. Niski's going there. It's he's a very good, like, freeze, basics coach. Freeze, I think Fanatic has. <laughs> freeze. Uh, H2K. Huh. How do you remember that shit? I don't watch that region. Oh, either. sorry, no, it's upset. I randomly remember stuff. It's yeah, yeah. well, I think the real answer is that you actually sometimes watch the LEC, and I never do, so... Okay. If it, it happened after... If it if it's a player who didn't get to Worlds, and that I cared about the team of... Mm-hmm. Don't remember them. It, yeah. It, it, it's upset. Their AD carry is upset. Ooh, I'm also upset. That's even better. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably much better. Their AD carry is... I just don't think it's um, going to be better than... Uh... Than uh, reckless, I look G two owns what? EU. It's not going to be better than reckless. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if G two don't go undefeated this year in EU. I'll be honestly is this a little a disappointed. Dynasty? Is this a dynasty org? It should be. Mm-hmm. If if G two don't just start smacking everyone around, I woof man, <laughs> they got problems. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, uh, I had one thing from LPL I found that was just kind of funny. I, I don't think there's much to say about it, but Clear Love went from coaching EDG. To being uh, the jungler for EDG. <laughs> oh man! So I see that. where Bjergsen ha- can be inspired. I see. There's an easy yeah. move. Yeah, man. You know what you want. <laughs> hey, he knows better than th- what the coach wants than the coach, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's time to move on to the main course. The, the 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 premier topic, it's the NA roster moves. Cue the applause sound effect that I'm not going to put in here. Uh, <laughs> uh, cue the applause I'm too lazy to do, even though it would take me six seconds. Um, <laughs> All right. So I broke That's what these, I heard when you said that. Sorry. I've broken these up into like some tiers. Uh, we got the bottom of the barrel. The hopefuls and the usual suspects. Now... We don't have to go in any particular order. Psych, never okay. seen it. Uh, but I, I'd like to go from the order I the gave bottom. those t- subtitles in, the tiers in. So the bottom of the barrel first. Yeah. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I know who's on CLG. I know. Okay, okay, I got it. It's Finn, Broxa, P.O.B., Wild Turtle, Broxa's and... on fucking CLG? It's very counter logic, huh? And Broxy is a good jungler. Is he? Broxy used to be a good jungler. I can get behind that one. I can get behind there we that go. one. And lastly, Smoothie as support. Um... I don't know how the mighty have fallen, bro. Oof. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that's, that's the roster. Thoughts? Okay. Um, oh, how the mighty have fallen, bro. <laughs> so, CLG's roster hurts my soul. Like, at, at a deep level. Because Wild Turtle is on this roster. And I, oh. I will never stop thinking of Wild Turtle as a TSM player. You're just yeah, not going to get it. Is that rivalry even still real? Still real to me, Dan! Yeah, it's because you're 90 years old in league. <laughs> and, like, I just... I, I just don't feel right. So, and, and I always want good things for Wild Turtle. I always like seeing Wild Turtle succeed. And seeing him on CLG, a team I love to watch lose because that's what I like to do. I like to watch CLG lose. 
I'm conflicted. My soul is being torn apart, and I, I just can't. I I cannot. I cannot live with this. I I, I don't. Please trade Wild Turtle. <laughs> I don't to want to see. Honestly, <laughs> yes, I'll take it. That sounds You'll, like a great okay. move. Actually, that sounds like an Wild upgrade Turtle to with me. Wild Turtle would probably work pretty good. That would probably be fine. <laughs> place Lost with Wild Turtle, and I'm a happy clam. Mm. It's great. It's Poe and Wild Turtle. He's basically got the you've got the main components of FlyQuest to work with. It's good. Uh, but he is on uh, Counter Logic Gaming, and uh, the, the, the thing that worries me, the thing that worries me deeply, is because I know Wild Turtle is not the main carry. He is not the one who's like, oh, I will put the entire, I will put everything on your back, and he, he will deliver. Point. He was at one point, but not anymore. Um, you wait, really wait, wait, hang on. How did you? How did you watch last season and come to that conclusion? Because Wild Turtle, I watched, clutched out quite a few games last season. Wild Turtle clutched out quite a few games, but that was also after he'd been stacked with items after 20 minutes <laughs> farming in the side lane and after POE, Ignar, What, you mean and, how you have to or... carry on AD carry? That's, yeah, hey, man, that's, <laughs> that's called playing AD carry. You don't get to be they... the carry until 20 plus minutes into the game. Yeah, that, you need items, That's a bro. fact of life and why no AD carry likes to play League of Legends anymore. Because every team I gives know. up by 12 minutes. He was there. True, the I back... actually hate it. Um... He was there as the backup carry on that team. That's not because what a backup carry is. Because, oh man. he's Like I said, he's not the one where it's like, okay, he's winding up against like 1v4. Oh, well, actually, there was... He's playing AD kids. carry! Just, you're describing playing AD carry. That's the AD carry's job. You're, suppo you're not supposed to always go ham all the time in every lane. You're supposed to... Get, gouge out your advantage as hard as you can to hit your online you time like four items, first three items. so that you the can thing, be you more useful than the enemy AD carry. What I'm trying to say is that if PoE did not succeed, he would not be able to carry. If there was a game where PoE so. and Santorin for some reason went to shit, he would not be able to carry. I, I'm saying that completely seriously. <laughs> I disagree. I would say if Santorin was still performing, but like POE was just not, it wouldn't be able to happen. The progression that FlyQuest went through through the entire year was like, okay, we had Wadid. He wasn't the support that we really wanted. We had Viper in the top lane, which Santorin couldn't play around because Viper wasn't doing well. POE was basically trying to just farm and maintain his lead and be a carry, which was how they found their success at the beginning of their year. Then they traded out Viper. They brought in Solo near the last half of that split. Halfway through uh, the spring split, they traded out Wadid. They brought in Ignar, who was able to play and just roam all over the map and fought, work with Santorin. And finally, Santorin was able to get a top laner that he could play around so that he could have other carries, right? With Solo and PoE there being stable. Wild Turtle was not that formula where you would be like, oh, okay, if something went wrong in the top lane or something went wrong in the mid lane, he would be able to pull something out. I will yeah, not. Yeah, but that's it. because that's how fucking League of Legends Wait, but wait, hang on, hang on. Matt, I, I, I do have to give him all props for this. this. This has been his most cogent argument I've heard from him in like two years. Fair enough, but listen, like, that's, how <laughs> how Le like, that's honest to God just yeah. how League works most of the time because 
like you're like we were saying earlier, AD carries have such a late like online phase mm-hmm. that if your top jungle and mid int, even if you're like the unless you're literally the best AD carry in the entire world no. by and you're better than every other pro player by a mile, you're probably not solo carrying, right? Because it's really rare there's a player who can hard solo carry, and it makes it even harder when your teammate is dying very early and the and enemy feeding team, the enemy assassin, and feeding the enemy assassin. Whereas you need like legitimately 20 to 30 minutes before you're a threat, right? Because in the games where top and mid and jungle are inting, those are games wherein you don't get 20 or 30 minutes to free farm or to slow push or to do what you need to snowball your lead as an AD carry. So like, yeah, of course he wasn't the hard carry in those games, but that's because basically no AD carry could be unless the enemy team hella chuck and then you get a bunch of kills, right? And even then it's still hard. Obviously he needed PoE or Viper or Sandhorn or anyone else to be doing something, but that's because that's just how pro league works, right? It's not solo queue. It's really, really rare where you're going to have one player who's just so much better than everyone else in the lobby that they can take a small lead and win the game off it by themselves. Right? So I don't think that that's like great. Like, I don't think that's a knockdown argument basically. So, Uh well, here's the other thing, Heymon, is like, look at the the best player in the world who has never won Worlds, Uzi. He's an AD carry. And I honestly think he has solo carried many, many games by himself as an AD carry. And, like, it's still impossible to fucking win Worlds by yourself. It just doesn't happen. And as the years go on, it's less and less likely for a single player to hard carry the, their team to win game after game. Like... It's sort of like saying uh, the reason why Bjergsen's stats have ever been poor one season is because he's playing with a bad jungler or his bot lane uh, isn't able to play, uh, what should we call it, to play uh, weak side. So they have to do something else and now Bjergsen has to readapt to that and now his stats are suffering for it. it. You need to look at it as a holistic thing and like what was working for FlyQuest was they would use Santorin PoE to control early to mid game, use Solo as a rock, and then they use Wild Turtle as late game insurance or a mid game carry threat, depending on how the game went. Or which champion he picked. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he's not like solo carryable because in those games where he was the mid game carry, potentially the late game insurance, like. That's how you be a carry as in that game is by being the late game insurance well. And like he was. Like he was really good at it. Yes, but the problem is that on this roster that we're looking at, I'm not sure if Well but but this they're gonna they might use him differently, right? Like FlyQuest was using him like this is pro play, bro. It's not solo queue. Like the AD carry's role isn't the same every single game. The AD carry's role is what the coaching staff and players sort of generally decide fits the team composition. So the way FlyQuest used him was a very specific way. That doesn't mean it's the way that TSM used to use him, and it doesn't mean it's the way that he's going to be used by CLG per se, right? Like this is a position that can be played a lot of different ways at a very high level, depending upon things like meta and player comp- team composition things like that so like yeah he wasn't ever put on jinx like he was in like or caitlin like he was on season three or four and they were like go get a fucking panic and win he was the game. put on caitlin a lot hang on 
Yeah. Uh, oh, but you know what I mean. It yeah. wasn't like go get a Penta and win the game, Caitlin, because the meta is different and the players are different. If right? you see a Penta and like, on Caitlin in 2021, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I understand what you're saying, but like you have to remember that just because it's how it went on FlyQuest doesn't mean it's how CLG is going to use him. And it doesn't mean he's not capable of playing the role other ways. It just means that the CLG or the uh, FlyQuest coaching staff had decided that there was a certain way of using Wild Turtle that was working very, very well and that they should continue to do it. So, so hey, Mott, tell me if this sounds like a good facsimile of your argument. Uh, CLG is a team of four role players and Finn. Is that is that about mm. what you're trying to get at? Yeah. Because because I would I'm, agree with that that you do have you four can do role really players. good with role players. Well, kind of. Uh but when you have only role players and you don't have super like one or two superstars to really like crunch out or crunch like you, you they need Art. to have something to hulk out with. Like they need to have a reason or a, a, a fulcrum to navigate your game around. When you have everybody being able to compete middle of the pack for their role, you can make some good teams and like get somewhere. But that that requires you to play very fundamentals League of Legends, and sometimes that's not enough to win. Like it's kind of how SKT wins a lot of the time, and that's not to say Faker's a role player, but Faker's basically the best mid lane role player in the game. Like, he, he can just do whatever the fuck his team wants, and he does that, and he does it the best out of basically any other mid laner. I mean, I don't know if they're going to win with this roster, but, oh, and like, obviously, so. this is a different sport, but, like, the San Antonio Spurs had a lot of stars for a long time, and then there was a long time where they still got to the playoffs every single year with a team that was functionally just a bunch of role players. There wasn't, like, a solid star or, like, high caliber star. There were players who were middle or like top middle or like maybe even above average but like they were functionally for a while just a bunch of role players but because their fundamentals and coaching were so good they still just ended up in the playoffs every single year right so and like so like i think in a lot of sports including esports that is very possible whether or not it will happen with this coaching staff and this roster, I don't want to commit to saying it will, but I don't <laughs> think right. it's like a guaranteed, like just because it's role players, it's bad. There are head right? coaches moon. And if you're thinking, wait, is it that moon? It's that moon. The guy who played on TIP. I think yeah. I watched that dude live at MSG. Playing fucking um, Evelyn. Oh my God. Oh, I Steve Don't Kerr won the Bulls like a championship ring with like four specific shots and he's like a he's a role player. Like fuck it, man. <laughs> you can be a role player and win games, bro. Mm -hmm. Well, uh that was uh my argument for CLG. Uh I do hope they do well, but I'm very worried. <laughs> oh, I'm very worried for this team. I think this team Oh, me too. I don't think they're going to win. Finish. I'm just saying that you can't say just cuz they're role players they're going to be bad. I think you could say because of the like organization they're going to be bad. Mm -hmm. I think like... I think this team can finish top uh, like in the top 5 in the top half. I don't know if I would bet on that. Like it, I wouldn't you, bet on it. Like CLG is so problematic to me in general, and I, like in League of Legends, I am not a big fan of role player teams. I I feel like League of Legends, as much as I said it's a team based game, you still need that superstar player who wants to win and wants to make everyone do better, uh, to 
like on your team to make it really shine and to hit hit playoffs and hit worlds. Okay. Uh, the the only two other things that like really changed on this team is Finn and Broxa. Uh, I guess Broxa's better than Wiggly. I, like I'd probably say yes to that. I'm not, mm-hmm. and I and I think Finn must be better than Ruin because Ruin was not playing that well last split. So you know, yeah. I'm like, I guess these are all upgrades in general. I still feel like supports a gigantic blind spot and Pobelter's not that strong of a mid laner. He doesn't have a lot of like, I don't know. We know he's a known quantity. We know where his ceiling is. His ceiling is in an, is an above top three in the region. So I, I feel like their ceiling is super low. That's, that's like my number one problem. Also, I was very mad at Smoothie last split. I who? Why were you mad at Smoothie? Because I would watch this man throw a Nautilus hook at a wall. And Are you miss. saying you think you're a better Nautilus than... And I just couldn't comprehend it. Hey, Mont, please, please say those <laughs> words. Monty, right now, say you're, right now, if you mean it, if this is what you're trying to say, just say it, that you are a better Nautilus than Smoothie. <laughs> say it. <laughs> say it. Is that what you're trying, you're trying to, to say? I'm not going to cap and say I'm better at Nautilus than Smoothie. Oh. But there was a lot of... I will not... But you're going to say there were plays cap. you could have played better in the LCS's Nautilus than Smoothie did. <laughs> I'm saying that there were situations that he got into, which I just couldn't comprehend. I because just couldn't. you thought you could do better? No, I couldn't do better. I would probably do those plays. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's a less interesting claim. Okay. All right, I was all really right. hoping you talk some major shit on Smoothie. I will not talk right, we got, major We got nine, nine more teams here to, to get in on. Let's start. Christ, let's, you're right. Let's talk all right. about... Oh, uh, all the other ones are good. Bye. No. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Dignitas. Uh, Why? I, had a, I, I know, had right? What year is it? Is Scar on the team? Hey, then I'm hey, not talking. Is Scar on the team? Then I'm not talking. <laughs> okay, so they changed their logo back to the alien head. Good. And I love yeah. it. I fucking love it. And I, I'm they so happy. go back happy. to the owl just to make you mad on the first day. <laughs> I, I will die laughing if there's a graphical glitch on the first day. So, uh... I feel like the only thing of note here... Well, actually, I forget. There's two things of note here. Uh, Neo over Johnson is a gigantic loss, uh, and I feel like Fake God has got to be better than Viper. Everything else, Sligo uh, uh... appeared on One Hundred Thieves before. <laughs> That's a statement. <laughs> what did he say? He said Sligo appeared on One Hundred Thieves before. <laughs> I think I remember Sligo being he pretty did. okay. I don't know if he's better than Phoenix, but I hope he doesn't need someone next to him to say Ward. <laughs> if anybody remembers as, that. As long as he doesn't alt TF alt into two people, I think, you know, we're we're good. Maybe. I, I remember that play now. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I didn't want to remember that play. You never want to remember the plays. Let's keep going uh, yeah i got i got no hope for these guys i think this is a bottom three-ish team something like that all right uh i'm gonna say bottom 10 <laughs> i would say that about all these teams uh, me too i'm hedging again all right so uh we're gonna go with we're gonna go to immortals now now i'm gonna read off this team comp entirely 
right. You have Revenge in the top lane, Xerxe mm-hmm. in the jungle, Insanity yep. in the mid lane. Uh, is that Reyes in the bot lane and Destiny know, as support with Gohyoto? Something like that? Uh, as the coach. Um, no. Just no to all of this. Uh, um, I, I have written in my notes hot fire, sell, 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 sell. Like the. What's that show, Mad Money? Yeah, it's that. That. Just whatever that sell that. Like Dallas Buyers Club. No. No. That's a very different movie. <laughs> no, I need I need one of those sell buttons that'll just do his thing. So I ain't touching uh, this team with a 10-foot pole. Uh, they are competing for last place in my mind. Ah! Uh, I think they get ninth. I, th- I think they can. I think it's a coin flip. <laughs> We haven't seen Revenge at all. He's also famously been a one-trick vi- uh Griffin player? Yes, not Viper. <laughs> <laughs> Every oh, fucking top lane is a one-trick Riven player. Why? Because yeah. that's how you climb, is by playing Riven and learning how to auto-cancel. It's good. It's annoying and good, and I hate it. Okay. I want you to know, Vipers went back to solo queue, and he does amazingly there. Just... Not an LCS. It's almost <laughs> like they're completely different environments. Oh, different yeah. Requirements. We have one yeah. more team in, uh, what did I call this? The bottom of the barrel. And yes. that is uh, Golden Guardians. If you want to call did this they? a team. Yeah, they actually got a roster together, surprisingly. Uh, so I'm going to do the same thing I did for uh, Immortals with this team because uh, I feel like the, this will speak for itself. Uh, the, oh, this is the Academy. Uh it's uh I believe top lane's Niles, Jungle Iconic, mid ablaze olive, bot lane sticks eight, eh, and support newbie. Um, is it bad that I think newbie might be the best player on this team? You think ablaze olive is that bad? I don't think he's that bad, I just don't think he's better than newbie. Uh I don't know. I'm a bit biased because I watched uh I will dominate do like in houses or commentate in houses, and basically what what we found out is that Stixday and newbie is not greater than um, FBI Core and Huhi or Core JJ. Oh, they yeah, just Core JJ is fucking crazy. He has an eighty yeah, percent win rate in the in houses. He broke the MMR for the in houses. Yeah, but yeah. Core JJ is also like an exceptional player. Like... Core JJ is a madman, and I love that man. He, it doesn't matter who you put on his team; he will carry. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we found out. <laughs> on support. That's the worst mm-hmm. part. So yeah, um, I think this is the other team competing for tenth place, and I don't <laughs> think it's particularly close between these two teams and the rest. Yikes. Like yeah, like Jesus Christ, what happened? Like okay, look, we know exactly what uh, happened. They we, put out a whole thing we, about it where they don't have any money because of the NBA is losing forty percent of its revenue stream. Uh, so you know. Yep. So yeah. Uh, yep. Oh, the only thing I've written down for this team is Rip Sticks A. <laughs> yep. That's all. That, He's that, on that's a roster. <laughs> all right. Let's uh let, let's go talk about the uh, the hopefuls, the teams who are uh, hoping to do well. Well, <sighs> presumably all teams are hoping to do well. Yeah. Uh, 
If you're on Immortals or Golden Guardians, stop hoping. Stop All hoping. Right. Uh, Just uh, get the paycheck. Don't come to work. Oh, no. Okay. 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 Um, on no-show League of Legends, Joe. All right, we got 100 <laughs> Thieves. Uh, so, a sort of special thing happened with 100 Thieves. Uh, they have four players from Golden Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> so, Plus, someday. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you thought, hey, what if we just got someday over to Golden Guardians? Well, guess what? We did it the other way around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Golden Guardians over to someday. Now I am going yeah. to be honest. This team looks crazy. It mm-hmm. looks like this team is going to be competing to challenge uh, the usual suspects group, and. I'm honestly very excited to watch this team go through. Someday, Closer, DeMonte, FBI, and Huhi. That's scary. Mm -hmm. I like that. That looks absolutely terrifying as a team. And I thought Golden Guardians were pretty scary before. FBI, Mm -hmm. Huhi were like the best bot lane last split. And now they have Someday as their top laner. (laughs) Jesus. And Closer, who can now work. It probably worked. Well, not to say that Haunter was a bad... Uh, last split, he was doing his role, but with someone who can just play multiple, uh, play bruisers exceptionally and just play different roles. Come on, Closer's gonna have a good time. <laughs> Matt, what you what you thinking about this move? What what do you think about taking four players from another team and just dropping them in a di- in, a, in, a, in like what? What do you think about that? Like, oh my I god! I think it's really funny, um, and I think it's a pretty decent team to be honest. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think Golden Guardians wasn't bad, and now they're uh, kind of better. So, like, uh-oh okay. for the rest of you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There was one thing that I forgot about. Golden Glue is the head coach. Oh, is he the head coach? That's not, that's not on the wiki page. Uh, I'm not too Sorry. sure about that. But I feel like Golden Glue has some good potential to be a coach. I feel like if there are any players that I've seen in the LCS that I might be good, I feel like it's he's one of them. Wait, I might be wrong. Do you mean Golden God? Golden God. Golden I know Blue he's. A co- I know he's coaching Blue. somebody. Head coach of One Hundred Thieves Academy. Academy. There it is. <laughs> Golden Glue is a coach now. Yeah. Golden Glue is a coach now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's for the academy team. Uh, I don't know. Is I, th- I actually think that's a, an even better spot for him to be a coach at is to train younger players because mm-hmm. I feel like he he understood what it was to be an up-and-coming player. <laughs> that's so much meaner than I mean it to be. He, he had his good time on C9 uh, with Svens Garen. Not just C9. He was on a few teams. He, he's been around for quite some time. He was pretty like, okay. He was never like a top mid laner, but he... he he, he could put up some good performances time to, time and time. Literally time everyone time. would say, he's like, oh, he's great in scrims, can do it all day, just not on stage. How's it? That's his only weakness. Well, considering that it's a, everything's based on stage games, that's yeah, a pretty honestly, big weakness. That's, I'm just kind of sitting here like, that doesn't sound helpful to my team. Yeah. No. It's like, yeah, our practice goes great, but then we just keep getting smacked on stage. It's really weird. <laughs> it's kind of I don't bad. think we should change anything though, because practice is great. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean we're last uh, place? 
We haven't lost a scrim in two weeks. Okay, they still have Zix's head coach and Papa Smith the SGM. I just wanted to make sure of that. I don't. I still don't like Zix's head coach that much. I don't know. He's. I'm a little lukewarm on him after his time on TSM. All right. Uh, let's talk about evil geniuses and uh, why we anybody should pay attention. To we evil genius. Where the hell is their list? Oh God, it's black. It's uh, definitely impact Spence Garen. Okay, so we have. Fuck, I'm forgetting the name in, of the guy it's who's impact in mid-lane. in the top lane. Spence Garen in the jungle. Jazuke in the mid lane. Definitely <laughs> in the bot lane. Ignar support. Peter Dunn as the head coach. Uh, so. I think this team is entirely dependent on how well this bot lane pans out. If the bot lane works out well, I think they're going to go far. If the bot lane does not pan out, they're going to crash and burn real hard. Um, I think they can probably mimic with the similar success what FlyQuest did last split, especially with Ignar. Uh, Svens Garen being a good jungler, as he is. Uh, Ignar being a roaming support who doesn't really play for lane. It's more like, okay, we're going to survive, get through, and like instead go to like early moves between levels 1 through 5. I feel like that's fine. So, they can probably mimic it to similar success. Impact, I think, can is going to be a rock in the top lane, as usual. Well, hopefully, as Honestly, usual. Yeah, I was going to say, that's hopefully not that usual for the recent impact. memory. <laughs> that is true. That has not been most recent. But, you know, I think it, they can make it work. I think they could probably put that uh, formula uh, together. And with Peter Dunn as the head coach, I think it'll be fine. Okay. Matt, how are you feeling on Evil Geniuses? I was hoping we would read the roster out. I did. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't listen. It's and Impact, Svenskar, so- <laughs> and Jizuke, definitely Ignar. Not bad. Probably middle of the pack, maybe pushing into playoffs. Well, I mean, probably pushing into playoffs, but or at least potentially pushing into playoffs. Not a bad team. Three point six origin. That's not too high. What? Nothing. That was a Chernobyl joke. I didn't hear what you said. I said three point six Roten. Not that high. You cut out again. God, I don't. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I have no idea what the joke is because you keep cutting out of the word. Move on. <laughs> We're talking about FlyQuest. Taymont, how you feeling, buddy? Hi, how's it going? <laughs> What's up, man? I hope it hurts. No, I don't. Oh, um, <laughs> you, you, you were banking on Jose Duodo to query your bum ass. Ole, ole. <laughs> Goddamn, that's no. a completely different region, too. That's not even Brazil. No. Um, Jose Duodo, well, he's from, La- he's from Latam. Not oh. not Brazil. Then maybe it works. He's from Argentina. He's from Argentina. Pal Fox in the mid lane. Johnson is AD carry. And I believe Diamond is support. Uh, do you want me to go through that one more time? Or is that, are we good? <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, Connie as the coach. I've never heard of this person. Yeah. Who is the coach? There. Connie. I have no idea who that is. Me neither. SK coach, did, uh, a whole lot of nothing, mad, old Mad Lions. Used to play jungle. Yeah, so Licorice, good top. Johnson has potential, could be great AD carry. Honestly, good AD carry. I have no clue how Palafox Diamond and Jose Diodo are going to do. I. Just don't ask. 
All right. I think that's my second team that I'm rooting for this split too. By second the way. team. The first oh, one's been demoted. Oh, you're, oh no! Oh no! Hey, no, Why did no, you swap no, no, now? No, 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 no! You don't know the pain of rooting for two teams and one of them's always successful. I used to. I, I don't used even. One of them isn't gonna be. I don't think either's gonna be that successful. So, Hamon, I don't feel like you you know this because you weren't watching League at the time. But I used to be a TSM and a Vulcan fan, and oh boy, was that stressful. Yes, sir. I remember was, those days. That was during the time where C9 would just beat the fuck out of everyone. And Vulcan, they would demolish TSM like it wasn't even hard. And then Vulcan was the only team that made them sweat. I remember those days. Those days were <laughs> conflicting and I hated it. And I loved it. And I want to go back because I miss Vulcan so much. I miss that team. I don't. Who was the dude who quit League to become a different pro? Hots, Hots Pro? Uh, no, he was like his uh, brother was on the team. Who's yes, coming. that's uh, yeah. He went to be a hot pro. That was Zuna. Oh yeah, I know because I tried to kind of follow him, but then Hot Z Sports was dumb. Yes. And then it was over without the pros knowing. <laughs> that was the whole oh, boy. That was hilarious. Okay, I um, don't think it's that funny. I think it's actually kind of sad. I, I, but... Hey, it's funny, sad man. I I yeah, find it enough. hilarious when Blizzard makes stupid ass decisions too, man. Like Overwatch so, too. Um, so, uh, I think this has to be the saddest roster move out of every single team. Like CLG is sad, but this is even sadder. Like, this is the breaking apart of the team that got second place twice. Like every you single got time second last place year. twice, and then you shatter your whole entire roster to the winds, to the four corners of the <sighs> earth. They were just picked apart. It feels so sad. Solo's not even on a team anymore. <laughs> None of them are on the same team at all. It is so sad. I was like, look, if Doublelift doesn't come back, I want Wild Turtle because we have PoE and I feel like that's a good thing. But I didn't get that. Fucking Wild Turtle was the CLG. And I'm just, I'm so mad. I'm so mad about FlyQuest. I hate FlyQuest for this. Ugh. I don't. I don't know, bud. I I'm think they so had a good run. Mad. Oh, there, there's no way they're getting second with this roster. I still feel like it's better than a lot of the no, bottom-of-the-barrel rosters we looked at, but god damn, did they fuck up. It was the the first split. Everybody was like, well, we're not really sure if this actually happened. Like, <laughs> It could have just been a miracle. And the second split, they were like, oh, they're just good, huh? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like, wow, this is actually a good team. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this next split. And they're just like, hold up, wait. I, I, got, a, I got a big brain move. No no no, 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 you didn't hear what I said. What I heard was second split. Steve heard and was like, oh, shit, they're good, huh? Well, I got to pay somebody now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I can't. I who finishes second twice and then breaks up your roster like this? This is hilarious. This better not have been a budgeting issue. Because if it's a budgeting issue, I can't blame anybody. And that pisses me off more. Man. Uh, I don't know. Like, I can't blame I, Golden Guardians for their roster. But I can be unhappy about it. I can't. I, I want to blame something. I can't, I can't blame a budget. Come blame on. Blame Rona. I don't I even know. I can't blame Rona for this. It's a, it's a, it's a I th virus. The, I think the Golden Guardians thing is the uh, related, likely to the Rona. I don't 
don't think it's unrelated to Rona, but what am I going to do? Yell at the virus? Like, come on, it's, it's a waste of my I energy. Mean, <laughs> out of this, two of the five players went to a better place. Two of the five, uh, the other two players. Hey, I got POE out went. of this. I'm happy. Yo, we got to pick this shit up, guys. We're going so long. Only three teams oh, left yeah. this. It's an hour. We went, like, over an hour. Yeah, right. we do this all the time. Yeah, and I'm mad I'm... every time. So, <laughs> Okay. So, uh, TSM, uh, one of the teams that did partake in the feasting of FlyQuest. Uh, <laughs> I've just watched uh, Evangelion, and there's one part where a bunch of these giant mechs eat another mech, and that's all I'm thinking of right now. It's yeah. gruesome, it's awful, and I- oh god. Well, you not only did you take PoE, you also took the coach. Curry's also went to TSM. Wait, TSM has curry? Holy shit. Yes. Oh, wow. That, that was This came out so much better than I thought. Yes. Is he Academy? I don't know. Wait, He's who? probably going to be working with POE as well. Uh, curry, who was, uh, I believe it was the coach for FlyQuest, or at least the assistant coach for FlyQuest, but most of the time was attributed with their success. Uh, D-Lim was the head coach. I don't know. My quest. He's currently an okay. assistant coach for TSM. Yeah. Okay. Either way, many of the times when you thought about FlyQuest, you did think about Curry. I think he might have done picks and bands. I think that's my. I think Ish. that was his thing. Um, okay. All right. So he was just an assist. He was assistant coach. That's it. He was just the assistant coach. Yeah, that's, that's technically there are no assistant coaches in the contract I know, I database. Was, I was reading his league media article. All right. Um, so okay, I am very conflicted about TSM's roster. Also, oh, oh, I didn't tell you about the other parts of it, right? Oh, good. Um, they also on their backup squad, uh, for bot lane, they have Cody Sun. For still top lane, quest, they right? have Monster. What? Who are we talking about? This is this is just Oh right, TSM got Hanser for their Academy team. <laughs> and Cody Sun. Why isn't Cody Sun starting? Fucking I know. But they basically are like, alright, we have two player in case shit goes south, we have other things that we can put in. Which is why we should move on to the in case shit goes south part of it. Hooney in the top lane. <laughs> Has been brought on by TSM. Oh. Speak is still there on jungle. POE as is mid lane. Lost is an 80 carry. And support Sword Art being bought over with the big bucks from over in China. Don't forget head coach Bjergsen. The big brain yep. man himself. Mm -hmm. oh Every time I look at this roster, I see Hooney in the top lane and I just get depressed thinking about the potential loss we're about to have. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> you... Look, I can handle Lost. I, I get it. That's fine. It's okay. I'll take it. Speaker, I'm fine with. I, I love the dude. He looked pretty good. He, I think he's got a bright future. Power of Evil, second best mid in the league. Uh, Sword Art, world finalist. What am I going to fucking say about that? But then you say yeah, the words Hoonie top lane, and I'm just... I'm ready to call like the ball. Oh, my it... God. Blaringly seems like it. Um. So, so uh, it, it, 
just, it's like the Vince McMahon thing where you start listing everyone off, except the part where he falls backwards out of the chair. Isn't him, like, passing out out of happiness or joy? It's him passing out out of, like, disappointment Rage. and fear. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm so, like, come on. We couldn't get anyone else. We couldn't keep BB? I don't get it. Apparently they had some problems with Broken Blade. But, like... I don't like know. What? I felt like I, think, I don't know. There's some problems with practice where he would just start I mean, chucking the game or something. I don't know. Oh, I didn't know about that. I thought it was just because it's since they brought in Poe and Sword Art. Who are you gonna? What's the point of BB being there, right? <laughs> Is Poe a resident yet? I don't think I so. I think he only had fly quest for one year. How many years do you have to be three years to be a resident, right? Technically, you can just get citizenship. And that that's not always easy it. to do. It's not. Huh. And it's very hard at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so you I, can't but it, blame him for not having it. I can't, but it also takes like at least a year. In the, in yeah. NA, no, it's a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. God damn it. Show me when he came over. He was on Optic. Yeah, it was uh, 2017, December 2017. He's been here for two years. Okay. Uh, okay, so that makes him a resident now. Oh wait, this is, this is three years. He's been here for three years, so this is his fourth year. No, okay. because you need to be a citizen to get residency now. I think. Oh. Well, or at least have started huh. the process or something. I don't, you need. They changed the rules so that you can't just come over and sit on the bench for four years and get residency. Because otherwise, it would be a gigantically great idea to just grab ch- uh, Chinese or Korean high challenger players, pop them on your uh, academy, academy squad for four team. years until they're like, I don't know, 21, and then you just put them in for two years and do whatever. But who knows? I think the three-year thing might be the contract limit you're thinking of. All right. So back to TSM and the roster that makes me depressed, yet I still think they're a top three team for some reason. Uh, <laughs> I just... I don't know. I, oh, no. I, I want to see what, what Bjergsen's going to do with this team. I want to see Coach Bjergsen. I want to I see how how this is going to pan out. I have high hopes for Bjergsen as a coach. I, th- I think him and Golden Glue are definitely two of the players I would have said are going to make good coaches. I don't think Doublelift would make a good coach. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> I've heard some things, man. Don't think he'd be a good coach. All right. Fair enough. It's basically, at least this initial roster does look like an experiment. They have two backup pieces where they could literally just swap in at any time, and yeah. it would probably like probably level it out. I think yeah. Hauntzer would do okay. I think Cody Sun would do okay. I don't feel like either are a downgrade necessarily. I think Cody mm-hmm. Sun might add more volatility over Lost, but I have not seen Lost play that much, so I don't know. I I also don't know what our options are, and even looking at some of the other options, I don't feel like Stixay, Reyes, Defley, uh, Neo, uh, like, I don't think they're better options. Uh, Luger, or wait, that's an academy. Tact, like I don't think a tactical is that much better. Like, how much better can tactical be? I think tactical is probably a major upgrade. He looks so promising. (laughs) He's playing with Court JJ. Yeah, that is a fair point. 
That is a fair point. You're just that, like, hey, this dude's playing with the best support in the league by like a country mile. Uh, I think he's the bet. He's one of the best eighty carriers in the league, and I'm just like, you sure? I think he's getting a little bit of a boost right there. That is true, but even without Core JJ, I think he's at least good. All right, all right, Matt, what do you think about TSM? I think that Hooney is a huge gamble. <laughs> I don't know why Hanser isn't in over Hooney. Hanser, well, maybe not as ha- the, well. He might not have as high peaks as Hooney. Uh, even though Hanser has had in the past some pretty high peaks. Uh, Hanser doesn't seem to be ever as totally volatile as Huni. Uh, and I'm surprised that a team like TSM, which is a team that seems to have historically valued consistency uh, and a sort of a certain type of play, is willing to gamble on Huni, who seems like totally antithetical to what, to, to my mind, would be a sort of TSM-esque style of fairly conservative uh, when they have to be very consistent, um, not a lot of volatility. Uh, Huni doesn't seem to fit that very well. The rest of the team seems fine. <laughs> Honestly, my biggest problem with replacing Broken Blade is that Broken Blade was like 80% of the wins that TSM had. Like yeah. the way they played around yeah. Broken Blade, or the way Broken Blade made key plays to carry out team fights. Like I remember watching him in the finals, or like even in just generally in playoffs, just go man mode on some kids, and I'm just—it's just like, oh my god, this dude is single-handedly dragging the other four players on this team across the finish line, and Bjergsen's like kind of running, ca- keeping up with him sometimes. Oh, mm-hmm. watching him play Renekton, and me- oh, I loved it. Oh, it was so good. Oh, but but still, honestly. Does. To go back to the brighter spots, they do have Spica and they do have Poe, I, as well as Sword Art. I, and I thought Po, I think, uh, I think Spica is actually going to do super well as a jungler. I'm looking forward I mean, to we, seeing his career. We've been <laughs> we saw him all of last year and he looked pretty decent. Uh, oh yeah. I think I, I think a lot of actually of this team is going to hinge on Poe and Spica meshing more than Huni being volatile. That's fair. I'm just sad I'm going to have to watch my team play Karma Topline for like 25 games this year. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cloud9. Uh, I have included a space in here, Jack. Uh, bite me. Uh, <laughs> you can't see the dock. I don't care. That's why also, I said Cloud, it. There's a, there's a space on the on the website I'm using to look at. <laughs> I, I posted on the C9 uh, subreddit. And I put cloud space nine and they have a bot that will go through and say, it's cloud nine now, not cloud space nine. And I'm just like, that's the dumbest anyway. thing I've ever heard. So, all right, nine. All right uh, Matt, I'm gonna let you have this one. Cool. Zven and Vulcan are good at the game. Pa, I don't think you can argue that. I really don't. Perks well, I is can. Fucking... They weren't better than FBI and Hooney. I didn't say they were the best at the game. I said they were good at the game. Oh, uh, they weren't better than double lift and. I never said they were the best. I just said they were good. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they're good at the game. Uh, perks, lol. Um, the problem with perks, I own, the only problem I see with perks is if he doesn't mesh, mesh well with the team. Um, I could see potentially there being a bit of an issue. Um, I hope Blabber and Perks can play well together. I hope. I hope. Hope not hurt by hope perks can mesh with the team and they can play as a unit a lot of the issues i think we saw c9 having last uh, split were a lot of issues with team play and a lack of team cohesion um 
adding two new players doesn't necessarily help that. Um, but it doesn't necessarily hurt it. We'll have to so, see. So, well, um, we do remember, this is like the biggest fall that any team has ever had. Yeah. You, you went from absolutely trouncing people who st- can't win a game against the bottom to of the stand bed. near you at all mm-hmm. to being out of your first worlds. Uh, how does it feel to miss your first worlds, Matt? How, how does it feel to know that it will never come back? Hmm. You can never Ooh. have it again. That's a mean Honestly, one. it feels pretty good because I know we're going back and we're not going to miss like six years in a row like some dog shit washed up team. I mean, it was Starts it, it was two, but okay. Uh, so, oh, yeah, but I, six would make you mad. Also, Fudge, I don't, I literally know nothing about, so I can't really comment on how good he's going to be. I literally don't know anything about him. I hope he's good. I don't imagine C9 would sign a player if they thought the player was dog shit. Um, that would be a weird move <laughs> for any team to make. Um, and they signed Nisky. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Neither of them won a champion. Well, actually, wait. Nisky won a championship. I can't say Yes, that. and also yeah. neither was dog shit. Like... I mean, Nisky played real bad in the last... Look, at, they all played real bad at the end of the last... Oh, man. It yeah. was so... But not I when they like... were signed, and that's what I was saying. Anyway, right. I think... um, I don't know. Rainover probably going to be a fine coach. Maybe not. Uh, it's bad to <laughs> miss... Re- it's going to be rough to replace Reaper. Reaper was one of the best coaches the league has seen. Um... <laughs> Reaper managed to bench the best players on the team and somehow win games out of it. Um, that was fucking insane to me. That, that he was oh. like, I'm going to bench two players and win. And everyone was three. like, what? He and he was three like, players. Yeah, he was like, we're going to bench three players and get a dubs on dubs on dubs. Uh, but that's besides <laughs> the point. I hope Fudge does well. Uh, we Zion Spartan on Academy. I don't know a good Zion Spartan is right now. Um, he is back to Zion Spartan, which is a good sign, I think. No, um, but I don't know. Um, it, it, I'm hopeful. He might be Dark Shot again because that's what uh, C9 had in one of their videos, but I don't fucking know. I don't know what he has on the server. All right. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If they do make it in Worlds, do you think they'll beat TSM's record-breaking run to the airport? I don't uh, They got no. to the airport as fast as anybody else. Came on. I don't think you... <laughs> I don't. What? Yeah, but like TSM <laughs> called the Uber like twenty minutes earlier. Yeah, they did speedrun it very fast. I don't know. Like, hey, I, hey, I'm hey, hey, what I'm trying to say about C9 hey, is I'm they hopeful. have the potential to finish third and go out in the qualifier. So you know, there's there, there's always that. Don't <laughs> <laughs> don't wish for things you don't want to happen, Haymont. Yeah, Haymont, relax. You don't get to talk this kind of shit. Anthony and I have earned it by being fans of teams who did nothing the entire time but cheer from our desks. <laughs> All right. Um, you just chose the wrong teams to cheer for, coward. I, 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 I feel like Haymont just got kicked in the ass by his team this year, but here's what oh, I think, here's what we'll I think about C9. Here, here's what I think about C9. Uh, I think Fudge and Blabber are still gigantic fucking question marks. I don't know why Blabber has a starting spot in the LCS. I feel like Blabber is garbage. He is so risky. I feel like he's he's, streaky. (laughs) I just don't, like, I don't... Why are we playing this, dude? I don't understand. There are some, there are some periods where he'll have, like, a few weeks where he's bonkers. I mean, I think he can only play fucking Kindred. That's it. That's all he's got. Yeah, and when Kindred's crazy, he's crazy. Kindred hasn't been crazy in like a year. Hey, 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 hey. wait, wait. He's got a Gragas. He's got one. Everybody's got a Gragas. 
you, you don't, got have, a you, you don't have an LCS, Gragas. Oh, you did you. not. Gragas is amazing. I Your Gragas isn't an LCS, Gragas. I went toe to toe with the fucking jungler for my team on Gragas because I because he's so Alana fucking ballsy <laughs> to think that he could beat my team. He tried to gank and I stood there and watched his ass walk in and then I just e flash ultimate under turret and smoked his ass. Yeah, but That's you lost to Alana when you were on Gragas. I killed myself and you know it. You did it. You got outplayed. Outsmarted. I also have my doubts about Reaper, uh, Reaper, uh, Rain overhead Rainover. coach. I was gonna say, don't you ever doubt Reaper? That man proved himself. <laughs> oh yeah. Not in the last play, he didn't. Uh... <laughs> but okay, career long though, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I guarantee you, he's coming back. Hundred percent, this man comes back. Just saying. Oh, I should have put he Reaper in Who's he coaching now? Nobody. He's going to military service. Him. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. The the Korean booster. Dopa? Who, Dopa. No, Ab Dopa. 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 I, I think they're mm -hmm. the same person. They are. <laughs> uh so yeah, they, they both are going to military service. Uh someone else was going to military service. Was it Ruler? No. I don't remember. Oh, I think Crown's going to military service. I think that's actually why he retired. Was it? I remember someone oh yeah, Bengi just came out of military service. Did he now? Yay. Coach yeah. Bangy. <laughs> hey, TSM. Bang Coach Bangy. <laughs> coach Bangy. He's a coach for SKT, unfortunately, so you missed out on the opportunity. Fuck. <laughs> All right. On to the next one. Team Liquid. Uh, another one who is, took honestly, part in the feasting of FlyQuest. This is the most boring <laughs> team. Fuck is Alfari. Uh, he <laughs> is the top laner from Mad Lions. I oh, think. oh, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's pretty cracked. Wait, he was also on the Misfits wait, what 2017 to roster. Fucking... Oh, sorry. He was the top laner for Astralis, but everybody thought he was the best top laner in the league last year. Astralis, formerly Origin. <laughs> that I hate how they have this organized here, where they have it as Origin and then like, uh, for Astralis for two months, and I'm just like. Can't you just not? <laughs> Can't we just be like, no, the team doesn't change its name until they play a game? I'd rather that. It's okay, so, either it's way. Obnoxious. Either way, pretty damn cracked. He's good. Apparently. Santorin. Yeah, Santorin. Has been brought over from... Oh my yep. God, you, you said feasting of FlyQuest, and all I can think of is the gruesome scene for gigantic mech get eaten live by a bunch of other... That. Anyway. It's so gruesome, man. <laughs> I think this team is... Maybe boring, maybe not, but I think they're solid, and I think that if they're not, I mean, I think they're a playoff contention team unless something goes really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also don't know enough about like Alfari. Alfari didn't know if he's gonna pop off. Santorin, I've been a little like, he's a good jungler, but he's not the most exciting jungler, if that makes sense. Like he's a jungler mm -hmm. I expect to perform well, but not a jungler I expect to see going in on like the dummy fucking highlight plays. Uh, yeah. I, Shout I out think... Jat, by the way. My dude's a beast. Oh, I miss Jat. Oh, <laughs> Me too, I'm but sad. my dude's a beast. Get uh, in the bag. Oh, Get God, in the I'm bag, lying. bro. It, don't worry. He could teach Santorin a few tricks. Well, I'm back. Uh, okay. Uh, I think my stream has been lagging for a while. Yes, uh, it has been. Yeah. I have a recording going. It's not. No problem. We'll be fine. Uh,. I feel like Alfari and Santorin are just straight upgrades to both those roles. Uh, mm -hmm. I never felt like Broxa was all that, uh, 
like he wasn't that big a part of Team Liquid's success. He was he was definitely pretty decent, but I don't know. I feel like he's a big role player, and that's not what TL needed. Um, the other thing is TL did a lot of cleaning house with their uh, coaching staff. So I think a lot of this split is going to rely on how well that coaching staff can be rebuilt, come up with a good system, and then apply that system over a long-term period. Because... This, like, we've got 45 games to play out, and it's a lot. I think it's a, in, in total, it's a triple round robin. Uh, it's going to be insane for all these teams to keep their positions for that long. And I'm hoping that one team doesn't just run away with first place in the first split, because that will make it sad. Uh, but I think honestly, I think coming out the gate, Team Liquid is looking crazy hot. Uh, I think them and Cloud Nine are looking like really, really big hitters. Assuming their teams can come together for all the different reasons that they need to come together individually. Though I think both of them are pretty, pretty reliant on coaching staff coming together. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I was. I agree with Team Liquid. I'm thinking 100 Thieves. So I'm sorry. As the second wait. one. Wait, 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 wait. We're, what do you I'm mean thinking right one? off the bat, right off the bat, if we're talking about like right at the beginning of the split at the lock-in tournament, I think Thieves could definitely uh, show up. Especially since they have four of the same players uh, coming over from another team and adding someday as just as an upgrade. I think that's not too hard to work around. I, I can see that. And I'll use that as a quick segue into the last segment uh, I have listed here, which is... Uh, what are your top three teams to win the lock-in tournament? So, uh, hey, Mont, uh, you think it's TL, FlyQuest, and who else? I think it's TL. Uh, I also think it's 100 Thieves. Um, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, 100 Thieves. And I'd agree C9. Yeah, C9? I'd agree C9. Okay. Yeah. Just out of consistency basis, I would say... Mm, I shouldn't say Did that. Did you just right say now. those words? Consistency Yikes. in Cloud Nine. Yikes! Ouch! Ouch! Yep. Ouch! I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna say Team Liquid, 100 Thieves. I guarantee those. Those I'm happy about. I'm going. To... I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna throw out Evil Geniuses. I'm gonna throw out Evil Geniuses. This is my bold take. I'm gonna throw out Evil Geniuses. You think Evil Geniuses are going to finish, or, or, are your top three contenders for the title? I think, completely based on speculation, that Evil Geniuses can work with Svenskeren and Ignar and Jizuke well enough that they can scam out a good spot in there. I think so. Well, wait, wait, wait. But that's, that's not an argument for them to win, though. I'm asking you who's going to win. And I'm giving you three guesses at who is going to win that tournament. So you're telling me that walking into the room, Evil Geniuses has a one in three chance to win between them, uh, 100 Thieves, and Team Liquid? If I was really going for the explosive factor, I would go for TSM. 
No, I'm staying locked in on Evil Geniuses. Dude, it's her, it's locked How in. is it taking you this long to pick three teams? I gave you so much room. We need to in advance. I was working all day. All right, anyhow. You like a day ago. Team Liquid, 100 Thieves, Evil Geniuses. That's my final lock-in. <laughs> That's DSM, it. C9, O-T-L? Or okay. EG? TSMC 9TL? EG's like a close-ass fourth, though? Uh, I wouldn't put Evil Genius in over 100 of these, but I, de- I would definitely put in uh, Team Liquid, Cloud9, and TSM. I feel like they're... I think I think a hundred these is the the like a close fourth to TSM, uh. But mm-hmm. I I just don't think they have the the raw talent from all their players to do it. And if and if a hundred thieves are to win, they're gonna have to win through their bot lane, like because there's no way that their solo lanes and their jungler are gonna keep up with the other three. Um. Oh, well, huh. that's a good role comparison. If you match it up like Team Liquid versus One Hundred Thieves, I'm well. Here's the other problem: is is that I think TSM's weakest spot is possibly their bot lane. I don't know. Like it's it's all on Lost, and hopefully Sword Art's good. But um, it, like like look at if, uh tl and look at uh c9 their bot lanes are rock solid they're pretty good performers like it's a it's high contest in the bot lane at the top part of this map everywhere else is a goddamn shit show not gonna lie but in the top of of this oof we're competing for this bot lane the the, oof bot lane's gonna be where it's at in this tournament for these teams trust me Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's Venom Vulcan can pull that right. magic back. Matt, I think I'm out of topics unless somebody brings up something you right now to talk about. Uh, actually, hang on. I'm going to check the subreddit oh, before something stupid happens like it always <laughs> <No>. does. Because <laughs> you know us. Something stupid always happens and we're just like an hour later. Oh, TSM has a Cadillac sponsorship. That's neat. That's not that interesting. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh... Nothing new, nothing new. Twitch drama. Ku- Wait, did Kuve, Ku- Nemesis, and Crownshot are Gen G content creators? Okay, meh. Wait, Nemesis is a content creator for Gen G? Yeah. Gen G is an NA org, Can by we, the way. Please, I don't give a shit about this. If it's not the LCS news, like, who cares? All right. Uh, <laughs> that'll do it for us this week on the Legendary League of Legends podcast. Uh,. I hope you can catch us uh, Mondays at 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash nizzy2k11. Catch the VODs uh, on YouTube on YouTube on Legendary Podcasts. Uh, you can catch our the podcast version uh, basically anywhere you get your podcast. Spotify, Anchor, Apple, we're all there. Uh, I don't think there's anything else to talk about. That uh, Have a nice day. Goodbye. Yeah.